as moms, our goal is to help our children become their best. We are a little bit older, a little bit wiser. We have a little more experience under our belts. So we know things that our kids don't. And we help them and we encourage them to make decisions that are best for them because we know their potential and we know where those good decisions lead. So why can't we step up and be our own moms as well? Are you ready to make a change in your life, but not sure where to start? Welcome to Moms on the Rise, where we believe that as moms and as women, we can choose to create a life we love. I'm Camille Beckstrand, a mindset coach and fellow mom on this journey of rising up in all areas of our lives. So join me and let's rise together. Welcome back to Moms on the Rise. I'm so glad to have you here today. I wanted to share a concept with you that I like to teach the ladies that I coach, and it's the idea of be your own mom. And we call it BYOM, just to remind each other of that in the group. But As moms, we want what's best for our kids. Our goal is to help them rise to their potential, to help them make choices that will lead them to the most happiness in their lives. And when they're young, kids lack the mental capacity and the knowledge and the experience to always know what's best for them. And so that's why we teach them. That's why we tell them no to certain things. And that's why we encourage them to do other things. We know where these good decisions will lead them. And that's what we want for them. So I want you to take a minute think about all the things that you do for your kids. I know it's a lot. So I'll list a few that I thought of off the top of my head. So every day you bathe your kids, especially when they're babies, or you just make sure that they have good hygiene. And it's so funny because some of my kids, they would not take a shower if I didn't remind them that's what they needed to do. So on top of hygiene, you help them pursue hobbies and dreams and you do what you can to help them make those dreams a reality. I know that all of us spend a chunk of time in our car driving kids around to soccer practice or voice lessons or gymnastics, dance classes, art classes, tutoring, all of it, right? You also make sure that they go to bed at a decent hour and prioritize rest for them. I think if I didn't put my kids down for a nap when they were younger, they would have never fallen asleep in the day. I think if I didn't remind my teenagers at night that it's time to go to bed, they'd probably stay up all night. So Helping them go to sleep is such a big part of what we do. And we do it because we know it's what's best for them. You're also a listening ear. We offer help and support and advice when they want it. Sometimes they don't. So encourage your kids to do good things, to spend time with good friends. You support them in their schooling and their learning. You just do so much for your kids. And so what's so fascinating is that we work so hard on our kids and with our kids to help them make the best decisions for their lives and to help them become who we know they have potential to become, right? As a mom, you have a vision for your kids. You just can see endless possibilities and endless potential in them. And so we're totally invested in them, but that's sometimes to our own detriment. Why don't we work that hard on ourselves to help ourselves make the best decisions for our own lives? A few years ago, I was at this point in my life where I wasn't feeding myself well. I had a couple of toddlers, I had a newborn, and I felt like I was kind of in survival mode. But what's fascinating is when I look back, my kids ate like champions. I was so concerned about making sure that their diets were good and that it was helping them grow and that they were getting proper nutrition. We had fruits and vegetables at every meal for them. 
very little processed food. I didn't let them have soda. I felt they were too young for soda and all that sugar. We didn't really eat a lot of sugar when they were younger. They drank a lot of water. So why did I do all these things? Why did I put such an emphasis on this with my kids? And it was because I knew that by fueling their bodies with these better for them foods, that it would help their bodies function and perform at their best. They didn't really know what their bodies needed, but I did. And so I knew that giving them a nourishing breakfast and filling up their water bottle before I sent them out the door, like it was helping them start their day on a high note. It was helping them to avoid that sugar crash later on or helping them to avoid having a stomach ache from eating just candy or whatever it is. They would leave or I'd put them down for a nap. And what was so fascinating is I would do something like sneak into the pantry and eat chocolate chips by the handful. Or I would start my morning by eating their leftover bites of pancakes or the crusts on their toast because I just had this belief that I didn't have time to make breakfast for myself. I was so busy getting them breakfast and making sure they were okay that I just gave myself leftovers. I spent so much time nourishing them that I didn't nourish myself. I didn't set myself up for a day that started on a high note like I did for my kids. I didn't even fill up my own water bottle, even though I was filling up theirs. I didn't do things to help my body function and perform at its best. I was so concerned about theirs that I forgot about me. And so I'd sit there and tell them like, okay, you need fruits and vegetables. You need to drink water. But I never really modeled for them how to do it. And what I was modeling for them was how to not show up for yourself. So it's time that we step up and we be our own moms. It's time that we start talking to ourselves like a mom, maybe instead of listening to that inner bully that we have inside our heads that tells us things about ourselves that maybe aren't true, like me and the belief that, oh, I don't have time to make breakfast for myself. We all have a voice in our head. I know that you know, but for many of us, that voice is usually not super kind. And what's amazing is that we really do get to choose what that voice says and what that voice believes, what that voice tells us. So it's up to us to choose to talk and to think and to believe like a mom. It's time to gently say to ourselves, hey, I want more for you. I want you to become your best self, to reach that potential that I know you have inside of you. It's just like how we would talk to our kids. We start to talk that way to ourselves. Now, I know that not everyone's relationship with their mom is great. So if that's the case for you, I want you to think about the type of mom that you want to be. You can't control others, but you can control yourself and how you choose to show up in the present. So show up as the type of mom that you want to be and the type of mom that you need in your life. You have the power to choose. So use that power. Here's another thought as well. We've already done the hard work to bring a baby into this world and to raise a child. And maybe you're still in the thick of it, raising kids. I know I am. Being a mom and being a parent is one of the hardest things that I have ever done. Here's the thing. Pregnancy is hard. The body aches and pain and the heartburn. I literally lived on Tums during all four of my pregnancies. The pressure that it puts on your body and your hips and the aches that come with that, all of it is hard. Labor and delivery, super hard. Oh my gosh. Recovery after having a baby is hard. I sat on a donut pillow after every baby for, I don't know how long, at least a week. But then you move into that newborn stage and that is so hard, not getting enough sleep and just always being tired and needed and physically touched out. That's hard. 
toddler years, so hard. But then teenage years, those are hard. Adult children, that's hard, right? We can always find a hard if we're looking for it. It's never going to be super. What's fascinating is that as moms, we handle the hard. We deal with it head on. And when the heartburn hits in our pregnancy, none of us said, that's it. I'm out. Like this heartburn is not what I signed up for. I'm giving up. No, we pushed through that pregnancy. We endured that heartburn for many, many months. We just kept going one day at a time, one tums at a time. And when those toddlers threw a huge tantrum in the middle of Target, which I know you know, we didn't throw our hands up and walk out of the store and say, that's it. I'm out. I give up. Like somebody else can raise this child. No, we took it a day at a time, sometimes an hour at a time, sometimes one shopping trip at a time. And we showed up again the next day and we tried again because that's what moms do. So why can't we do that for ourselves? Why can't we show up again tomorrow and the next day for ourselves instead of throwing our hands in the air and saying, I give up, this is hard. I don't wanna do this. So many times we have these really big dreams or goals that we set for ourselves. And maybe these are goals of taking better care of ourselves, of working on a goal that we have, or maybe working on our marriage. We have goals and dreams of what we want that to be like, or our family, or maybe we wanna work on our spiritual health or our mental health, whatever your dream or your goal is. It's sometimes we get started working towards these goals. We realize, ooh, this is going to be hard. And sometimes we throw tantrums. And sometimes we have pity parties for ourselves. Sometimes we lock ourselves in the pantry and we eat chocolate chips by the handful. And you know what? That's okay. Sometimes those things are okay. But as a mom of ourselves, we know we have more potential inside of us. As a mom of ourselves, we know the power of good decisions. We know the power of just handling the hard, facing it head on. We know the power of fruits and vegetables in our diet. We know the power of a good nap. Oh my gosh, yes. We know the power of healthy boundaries and saying no. We also know the power of encouraging people to step outside their comfort zone. Power of cheering ourselves on when we're trying to show up again and again. And that's what we do. We show up again tomorrow and maybe we say something like, Hey, self, I'm going to try my best today. We're going to power through the hard things because that's what we do. I'm going to try and fuel you with some food that helps me feel my best. I'm going to try and rest when I feel tired. I'm going to try and do something today, even if it's small, that makes me feel happy. I'm going to do something that helps me become one step closer to who I want to be or one step closer to that goal that I'm working on. Being your own mom is really hard work. It's not something that you can do just once and have it mastered for the rest of your life. I wish it was that easy, but it's an ongoing process. Just like mothering your kids, it's an ongoing process. It's one where we're continually learning and we're learning together. It's how it is mothering yourself too. Something that we have to continue to work on every single day. Something that we have to choose every single day, step-by-step, one choice at a time. We have to be willing to make that choice to be our own mom love ourselves as fiercely as we love our kids. And because of that love that we feel for ourselves, it helps us to be a little bit more willing to set some boundaries and to listen to our bodies, but also encourage ourselves to make choices that help us become who we have potential to be. Because you know that it's for your own good. Sometimes those hard experiences and that discomfort that we sometimes have to go through, it's shaping us for our good. It's stretching us 
helping us to become who we want to be. Ultimately, I believe that's why we're here on earth. We're all just trying to do our best so that we can become who we need to become. And part of that is doing this really hard work to take care of ourselves and to take care of our bodies and to take care of our brains and that mental health and that emotional health, social health, it all plays into this. This is a really hard work, but I'm here to help. I do small group coaching in a community of women who want to take these steps down a road to become who they want to become. And it's something that we work on together. We all have these similar goals and we just work on one day at a time, work on every day growing. And so it's a choice and it's made by these small choices every single day. And that's what we focus on in our small group coaching is making these small choices and these small steps every single day. What's fun about being in these coaching groups is not only do you have that accountability and you have the community and support, but you also have a momentum coach that's assigned to you, that checks in on you, that really cares about you and the goals that you have for yourself. And I have found that's kind of the secret sauce for success. You have accountability, you have a community, you have the support from your community, and then you have people who are cheering you on. So if you want to join me, and you can work with me and my team, head over to mtfcoaching.com and you can sign up to join our coaching community and be part of this journey that we're all on together. So hopefully I will see you over there. Thanks again for joining me today. I hope that you will take this idea of being your own mom and find ways to incorporate it in your life every single day. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Moms on the Rise podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Mommy Tummy Fix program. If you are interested in learning more about how to take care of your body from a place of love, head over to themommytummyfix.com and join our community of over 10,000 women who are finding ways to live a complete and healthy life one small choice at a time. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review, a rating, and follow along so that you don't miss a single conversation. Keep on rising.